there. This is Nora. And this is Griff. And we are Miss Media, a Purple Door podcast where we talk about rape culture within pop culture. And today we are going to talk about reality television. Real world. (laughs) Real world LA. We also have a guest with us again here this week. Say hi, Brittany. Hey, y'all. <laughs> she really wanted to join us for this conversation because it's a fun one. It is. Yeah. I think all of us have our own reality TV shows that we're kind of fans of, right? Yeah. The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> the whole universe. Bachelor Winter Games. <laughs> Isn't there another one where it's like the singing one? Oh, yes. Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart. <laughs> what? I haven't this heard of new. any of that. This one is new and it's like solely based on people who are like musicians and they like it's kind of like a musical in a sense like it's like the normal bachelor and bachelorette but it's like equal amount of boys and girls and they're all musicians so they're like singing to each other and the dates like involve singing and I think there's like a whole record deal on the line like if you find love or whatever or like it gives you exposure okay I watched like one episode of it and I was like this is too much like a musical. <laughs> but it was, I feel, it has potential. Okay. It probably came out after, did it come out after, what's the movie with Lady Gaga? Oh, oh. Stars Born. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it was inspired by that probably. because this came out like in March, I so, think. Yeah, somebody yeah. was like, it's supposed to be like, it's like kind of like that, but wasn't the relationship in A Stars Born like trash? I never watched I it. Never no, watched I never watched it. Watch oh, no. I'm like, I just I heard about it. like, um, like what Bradley Cooper and then Lady Gaga having like an off scene or off set romance, mm. but I don't know what. I don't know. I just either. heard all the drama off of the movie. Yeah. But never watched it. That makes sense though, that it I feel like musical stuff is pretty in right now. So oh, yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a I love me a musical, but I don't know about a reality <laughs> television. A musical. reality TV dating musical. Especially since I already know like the format of The Bachelor and right. like Bachelor in Paradise and stuff. It just makes it like a little odd. But mm-hmm. I mean hey, gotta switch it up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's directed at all the people our age who were fans of high school musical. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> We, our generation loves a good musical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we really do. So um, my go-to, okay, well, I've been ro- watching reality TV since uh, I was a, a very little girl, and that started with Flavor of Love, and I Love New York, mm. and Rock of Love, and all of those dating shows. And you guys, that had to be some of the most problematic uh, dating world kind of things that I've ever seen and oh, I was yeah. were those like, on MTV yeah of course. I, like MTV and I would watch Rock of Love was on Fuse the Fuse Network and um it's actually interesting that I was watching that at age like 12 because it was super yeah. inappropriate I remember watching the ones on MTV like parental control yeah and then what was it like next or something next. Where it was like solely based on like them finding a partner but like it was either like the parents yes. didn't like them and they'd go on these dates oh my gosh I can't believe I was watching that when I was they that had young so yeah. many of those I was I was a fan of Jersey Shore like, oh yeah oh, I, I love Jersey Shore it was yeah. so good that era that that era like in early world? 2000s yeah. yeah really started this reality mm-hmm. TV trend for sure I actually met Danny and Melinda from the real world and I was like I I thought I was like <laughs> that was so cool that's amazing how old were you <laughs> I was in oh I don't know I think I was in high school that's so crazy. in Myrtle Beach they like came into the meet and greet at some like teeny bopper club. <laughs> 
club and we went and and you loved it i have pictures i mean that are probably going to be used as blackmail at some point in time but (laughs) but yeah they're really they were really nice people good (laughs) see that's nice yeah yeah my best friend took me to we went to vegas like for her birthday and she took me to a poly d like DJ said, we didn't D. meet him, but we were like front row at his like little <laughs> concert, and it was actually kind of cool. But I was like, I don't, I've never cared for Paul D like as a yeah. DJ. But she was like adamant on going. She was like, we're gonna go see Paul D. So I want to meet him. I'm DMing him that we're here, <laughs> and I was like, I just want to go to bed. But it was like a fun experience. So I have but... a really important question: okay. Did you GTL before you went and saw Paul D? I think I took a nap. Honestly. <laughs> Because I was not in the mood for that. It was a, it was our last night there, and I was just like, I need to sleep for a week. But his hair looked exactly the same. He looked exactly the same. Classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Classic hair has not Polly. changed at all. <laughs> That's crazy. I So thinking back at those reality shows, I okay, so Flavor of Love was probably the first one I watched. Did either of y'all watch Flavor of Love? Mm-mm. I don't think no. I've ever heard of these. And that's weird because really? we're pretty close in age. So that's I don't so know why I didn't watch these. Well, Flavor of Love was Flavor Flav, the rapper. Mm. And he was, it was a dating show. A bunch of women coming to date Flavor Flav. And the first thing that happened in these shows was he would give the girls each their own nickname. And it was usually based on a physical attribute he would talk about their their breasts their bodies their looks the you know all those kinds of things and he would name them after those things and that's what those girls would go by the entire time i don't like that yeah yeah stuff like that (laughs) yeah i don't like that at all Uh, and you know i really didn't think about it whenever i was 12 years old but all of those shows followed that same formula and so new york was one of the contestants on that show and so you can already kind of see how this would get misogynistic real quick oh, yeah. because it's a bunch of women competing with each other for the the attention of a man. Didn't Cardi B come from one of these shows? Oh, like Love and... I think it was called Love and Hip Hop or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that. Um, but so, yeah, New York was one of the Flavor of Love girls and she was a drama queen and so Mm. everyone really like you know loved her she was she was extra she was wild um and so she got her own show later called i love new york where it was reverse it was all the dudes coming to her to date her but it honestly it was so clearly um a lot of these dudes were here for the fame the publicity of course Mm. and i know for a fact that there was one of the dudes who was one of the like the top contestants he was like one of the final three he was a white guy and he ended up making some very racist comments about her after he didn't win he was like why would i even want to be with her she's yeah it was it was gross that's really gross you can already see how this like these environments are fostering this like people as objects and commodities and then treating them and naming them after their body parts and it's not even just a um it's not even just like about women necessarily because it happened with the men too and then it it there's a lot of like racial bias and stuff when we talk about reality shows that's a that's a thing that i want to mention a little bit too but that was like that was the beginning of reality shows for me 
and that was like what I grew up on. So yeah. thinking about it now, looking back at it, it was uh, very inappropriate. Uh, my parents weren't home when I was watching that. <laughs> I watched them sure. late at night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think my parents would be happy knowing that I watched the Jersey Shore. But that was like really problematic on how they talked about women. Mm, like yes. the grenades thing. Mm-hmm. And Guidos. Like, yeah, or guidettes. What is the uh, grenades thing? So grenades is when they... so. They would say, well, you got to take a grenade for me. So it would be a girl who was conventionally attractive and her friend might not be conventionally attractive. Yeah. And they called her a grenade. Oh, yeah. So like and they'd so, come back to the house together and, and it's then, like, oh, dude, and then, you just got to do and it. And you, yeah, that was so mean. Oh, that yeah. was so mean. I watched like the first season a few weeks ago and I was just like, this is so terrible. Like these men are terrible yeah. and i just never picked it up because i was what like 13 years old watching right. it right that's not why i was watching and i wanted to laugh and yeah, like, I was make fun like, of yeah. them money. Mm-hmm. and like the people everybody who laughed at when snooki got sucker punched by a dude Ooh. i think i watched that episode. Oh i could God. not watch yeah. that episode. It she got really punched upset. in the back of the head and i remember it being like a joke yeah you, y'all can't see me but i'm making a face i'm very shocked <laughs> like, i didn't i didn't know that yeah. yeah i didn't know that happened it was like everybody in the house kind of stuck up for her but and then it was like everybody like no one else yeah honestly i think wasn't it like jenny was the one that kind of like went in and took like i don't it was, i think it might have been the, one of the other girls in the house that yeah. just kind of like went after this guy yeah wow yeah. That that is ab- never okay. And then uh, Ronnie and is it who was Sammy? Sammy's relationship was so toxic. It and was problematic. like a joke. Like people would describe like in junior high and stuff. If you had that kind of relationship, it was like compared to them. Yeah. Wow. yeah. It, like he would use abusive behaviors anytime she did something that he didn't like. He would break stuff in the house. He was punch very, walls. yeah, very, very violent. Wow. Yeah. You know, and the one who I really, you know, don't, didn't, who was there, and they're all misogynistic. All these dudes are like super misogynistic, which is sad. Yeah. And the one that you like, I didn't root for at all. Like now I'm like watching the reunion ones, like the ones that they've come back. And I actually like Mike. Mm. Like he's the situation. I did, I did not like him. I think he was my least favorite. I liked Paul D probably the most. And then yeah. he was just kind of there, but I did not like Mike. Yeah. Like all. his, like, I didn't, I don't like, didn't like him at first. And now in, in these returning seasons, like, I actually think that he's grown a lot and yeah. learned and matured a well, lot. Well, didn't he go to jail? He went to jail oh. for embezzlement. That's right. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Man. I I think that, Brittany, you're you saying that, like, in, in junior high, yeah. comparing your relationship to theirs as, like, a joke. like Because that, that's when we would use, like, their, their terms and yeah. their slang, like, GTL or, like, the cabs yeah. are here. Like, yeah. that's when we would use those because yeah. that's what was, like popular on what was it, mtv right or yeah. whatever yeah oh mtv really <laughs> really did us in with all of those reality tv I, shows honestly like because because you're right there was like the the parental control there mm-hmm. were so many of those like quick dating shows that people like actresses and actors would get hired yeah. on real quick and it's about judging people based on their looks yeah. and like mm-hmm. the things that people would say like at the beginning of those things to introduce themselves a lot of times was i remember being super like 
a lot of that was super sexist. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. I'll all, if this girl comes up and she's over 150 pounds, then I'm out of here. Like that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, oh, wow. Man, we grew up with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that corrupted us. Yeah. That um, definitely, you know, had something to do with how our belief system yeah. was. And even like, that was normal. Like we saw that on TV and, you know, we thought it was good because why would they put something on TV that's bad? Yeah. Like, why? And I mean, it was funny. It yeah. was never serious in our in our brains, yeah. even though we were literally watching like an abusive relationship. Yeah. That's, that's scary. And even I've seen that with like the 16 and pregnant teen mom. Mm, They're all on goodness. MTV too. And it's just yes. like, I don't think I've ever seen one of those relationships that hasn't had some type of abuse in it. Yeah. And then you like bring a child in the situation and that's like what the show is based mm-hmm. on. And it's just like whether it's just like the violence or like even like the drug abuse and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Like that's so terrible. And these people, they just have their lives broadcasted. And I'm like, yep. And and, you know, and you got MTV profiting off of it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so so one of the ones recently that I've been watching is Love Island. So I watched season five, which was 2019. um, And that's something that I wanted to excuse me, that's something I wanted to talk about was the amount of abusive behaviors that you see in these people. Oh, yeah. And it is so fast. So for those who don't know, Love Island is, it's. I would say it's more of like a social experiment than, yes. than anything because mm-hmm. it's like all of these beautiful people, these beautiful Instagram models, uh, men and women all come onto this island. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to meet a partner, partner up with someone, you know, go on dates with them. And then um, at the end, there is a cash prize. And if you decide to... Um, how does it work griff do you remember so like so at that one they got envelopes for the last one and like um like people voted on because people are also voting who are watching the show yeah so they're airing it live and then the contestants like don't have access to phones or anything so they don't know what these people are like saying about them or like how they're being voted and so they're like voting the public is voting people off the island and all that kind of stuff Um, did you watch the uk one uh, yes, yeah. okay. yes. Love Island UK season five, yes, yes. is the one that I watched. Um, and it's fantastic. It's really good. But <laughs> there were, um, so so the whole situation is basically that these people are on this island and they have no access to technology. They're not allowed to listen to music. They are only allowed to talk to each other. And that's kind of it. All day long. They have no yeah. other forms of entertainment. They're not allowed to have books. They're not allowed to do anything except yeah. talk to each other and fall in love. Out of touch with the real world. But, like, also, like, they're not suffering. They are in... No. Oh, no. They're in, like, a for, like a, on an island. They have access to the food and the mm-hmm. pool. They just lay out and tan. Like, yes. all I saw was laying by the pool and tanning yes. the entire time. And then talking crap about the other contestants. Yes. 100%. Up, yes. <laughs> so the reason that I consider this, like, a social experiment is because these people are just stuck with each other mm-hmm. and literally nothing else. No yeah. other communication to the outside world, but still knowing that the outside world is judging them and voting them off, you know, systematically. And so it starts to really, like, mess with their brains. And you can see the way that these people when they're alone together 
they form those connections with each other real quick. And you start to see these emotionally abusive behaviors come out so fast. Mm -hmm. And like, that was like the most eye-opening thing to me. It's like the first two episodes, you are bombarded with emotional abuse, with gaslighting, Mm -hmm. with uh, love bombing, all sorts of these behaviors. There's Mm -hmm. like obsessive behaviors going on between these couples. Um, And it shows... It just really opened my eyes to how normal that stuff is in relationships. Yeah. Like most people think that it's so normal, you know? So there was like one guy who got matched up. Um, he matched up with this girl, Lucy, mm-hmm. Joe and Lucy. And she, uh, there was a point where she was talking to another guy, right? The, the boxer. Yeah, yeah, um, Tommy. Tommy, who I actually <laughs> really thought Tommy was pretty cool. Yeah, too. I love Tommy. Um, but so she, so they had been a couple for a day, two days, whenever she started talking to this other guy. And Joe, the original person that she was coupled up with, he lost it on her. Like he was so angry at her, so obsessive as if they had been together for years and she was cheating on on him or something. And it came out so fast. And like, I don't know, it, it was just really crazy to me how quickly so many of these guys went to gaslighting and mm-hmm. anger and and obsession like it happened so fast it did <laughs> i think of so what i've watched my my recent um uh show has been too hot to handle mm-hmm. and i also like love island those those are good um but i think about um too hot to handle they there was this boy named curtis mm-hmm. and he was into this girl named francesca and he like you're not allowed to kiss you're not allowed to touch like too much or like heavy petting and stuff you they have this pot of money and anytime somebody does something like sexually or kisses anybody they lose money out of that pot and they all of them all of them yeah so it's like they start out with a hundred thousand dollars and so like each thing you do has a price tag on it right um and so Curtis kisses France, uh, Francis, Francesca, yeah. and um, and then it's called out by Lana, who is this like little robot, looks like Alexa kind of thing, yeah. and is called out by Lana, and it says like this much has been de- deducted. I think it was like three thousand dollars, and so he immediately was like um yeah i didn't initiate it it was all her blah 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 and everyone believed him yeah and it was this boy who was like screw it who cares about the money i'm gonna kiss you yeah and then then she got blamed and she was like no it wasn't it wasn't me and nobody believed her and i was like wow if that is not a mirror of our society and sexual assault victims i don't know what is yes that is so that's about as far as i've gotten into too hot to handle which is on netflix for anyone who wants to watch along um and that's a that's about how far i got because it enraged me i had to stop i had to stop because it was crazy the way um he started changing the narrative especially for us as viewers you know we can see what's happening you know it's being recorded for us um uh, you know that's not to say that everything is 100 percent genuine because editing is what it is as well but in this particular moment he 
convinces her to kiss him. He literally is like, I don't care about the money. Screw the money. Let's do this. You're all I want. And so they kiss. And then hours later, hours later, he is telling everyone that it was her. She came on to him. He wasn't even that into it. He was just a victim. He was just like a a kindergartner. Mommy, mommy, she did it. (laughs) Teacher, she did it. And seeing everyone else in that group go to his side and blame her immediately without even thinking. And I... I hesitate to say that it was probably because of how she looked and presented herself because she was a, she's very like insta model. Looking, yeah, yes. you know? they were all very hot people. Yes, honestly, they took the like point. the hottest people that they could find mm-hmm. for this show. Yeah, and just threw them all together and they were already people that were like well i can get anyone that i want mm-hmm. i can do anything yeah. i want i can sleep with whoever and yeah. they like admitted to it like that yeah. was kind of that was the point of the show is to just throw all these hot people right in a room and see what happens sharon came on that show and he was like i majored in gender studies and was like and it's the best way to pick up women oh. so i was <sighs> like you're literally learning about the oppression of women and you're using that as a manipulation tactic to pick up women i cannot believe that line made me cringe Mm. oh my goodness it made me so mad when he said that yeah yeah um but i i really the way that francesca was presented from the beginning like she was very othered by the other girls like she was she she presented herself differently you know Mm -hmm. she was very she was a little distant from the other girls Mm -hmm. in the beginning um and i think that all of those things contributed to her being blamed. It's so it's just so much easier for us to blame women. Yeah, and I, I think she was one of the more like she was kind of desired by all of the guys yes. and some of the girls weren't getting that attention. So they're automatically going to be like, well, um, we're going to outcast her because she's getting more attention than us. I think it's also we don't know what's happening with producers. And oh, yes, so many sure. times we hear about producers pitting women in these shows against women like oh do you have do you have stories do you have the bachelor oh yes (laughs) let's hear about the bachelor so i recently started watching the bachelor and the bachelorette kind of the end of college so a few years ago so i didn't get like the first few seasons but even for what i hear like all the contestants kind of come back like at some point so one of them will be like on bachelor in paradise um, or they'll take a break from the Bachelor world and they'll come back and they'll be ready for like their sixth season of <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. And Bachelor in Paradise is where they put like equal amount of guys and girls, throw them on a beach and, you know, let them have their fun. Oh, but they're all former Bachelor, Bachelorette contestants. Mm. Okay, cool. So they're not random people at that point. They've already been through like the Bachelor stepping stool, if yeah. you will. So do they pick like the nicest people for that show? They pick the ones that were very popular or contradictory during the season that kind of made it far enough to where people were invested and upset when they got kicked off or uh, right. sent home for better words. Um, but they're like the ones that people really liked. So, you know, you can see there's a lot that like aren't liked at all or just kind of there that just don't cause any problems but are like very pretty or like you know the ones that are very outspoken and Mm -hmm. cause all the drama but even then I've read so many articles about what they all have to go through after like you have to sign different contracts saying that you can't um, like talk about what you did on the show or like you know they can't have phones they're disconnected from the real world but at that point they're like the Bachelor's different than the other shows because they're actually like taking them on 
vacations and like you know that kind of thing but still they can't leave their hotel rooms or like anything like that but it's still like you're pitting these guys and girls against each other and there's 30 women or men and then one man or woman and it's like we all know one is going to come out of this maybe engaged like the past few seasons no one has gotten engaged or the engage they've gotten engaged but the engagement literally lasted maybe like a month like they'll they'll check in with them a month later and see what's going on in the last two seasons of bachelor and bachelorette they've gotten engaged broken it off a month later and it's a lot of the women are very like strong as we get more into like you know a lot more women are like feminist and stuff like that they'll be a lot more outspoken about what they want and how they feel but I mean I can't say that there's a lot of like abuse within the relationships because I haven't really seen that it's just very dramatic that's the Mm. best way to put it is just dramatic yeah but Mm. it's it's still like these women and men are competing for each other but you know that the majority of them are there for the fame when they come in saying i'm here for love like (laughs) so are 29 other men or women like (laughs) get in line yeah i think um whenever we talk about the like producer involvement and stuff i think a lot about how in these reality shows, they need to be edited so that someone is the villain. Oh, that's, yeah. That's like there needs sure. to be a story that happens. And so I was reading about um, Love Island, you know, previous um, Love Island cast members who have said that they have been villainized by the oh, yeah. by the pr- production and the editing and stuff. Um, and that leads me into talking about like mental health and how dangerous a lot of these reality TV shows are for yeah. mental health. Because- I don't think I could do it mm-hmm. by watching it and just like my dating personality as it is. I just don't. <laughs> I want one person and one person only, and I don't want to compete. Yeah. And it's just, I just, I think it's very bad for mental health, especially the environment. Like, so I would actually argue for Too Hot to Handle was really positive yeah. for. Um, self-efficacy for understanding um what toxic masculinity is and understanding what healthy masculinity is and like Um, celebrating your body yes but see that's the only show i have seen where they like are actively trying to get them to realize their self-worth and grow as people when the bachelor and all of those shows they just kind of give them alcohol throw them in a room Yes. and that's about it and that's like there's me. no uh, you know team building yeah. exercises no yeah. these women like seem like they hate each other the entire time oh that's so upsetting yeah it's because, terrible uh, like too hot to handle we've i've you've showed me some of those um clips of their their um challenges and stuff and the end goal is always to grow as yeah. people which is yeah. crazy like whenever so again i talk about love island a lot because it's my favorite but um there have been two Love Island contestants who have committed suicide. Oh my gosh. And it really sparked a huge conversation in the reality TV world about mental health um, and the conditions um, that lead to these mental health issues. And and there have been other previous cast members who have come forward and said that like they've needed serious psychological help yeah. after, after... I could see that. Yeah, after being on this island for three months um, with no, you know, you're socially isolated yeah. from the world. The world is judging you. And that was a big problem for, for this is that people are being villainized. Oh, um, yes. The social media is a huge yes. aspect of it because when people don't like these characters or not even characters because they're themselves but when they don't like a specific contestant they will dig and dig into their background like literally where they went to high school who they dated in high school just to find something wrong 
with like who they are and even if they like weren't a villain on the show they yeah. will still try and find Regardless. something wrong with any of these people and the thing about the bachelor and bachelorette is it's all done at this point would they like we already know who's or we don't know but they already know like who's engaged if they're mm-hmm. still in a relationship or not so they're having to sit and watch all this back so imagine right. like sitting there mm. watching yourself six months prior and say you've grown a lot since the show and you're sitting there watching that and you're like yes. dang like that. did I act like that or like did the producers or sitting there even being like the producers spun this oh like, or and I know for a fact that a lot of the drama on Love Island is fabricated yes. by the producers like there there was a, a point where there was all this drama going on because um the one of the girls Molly May she mm-hmm. um she tattled about something that one of the other islanders had done I don't know it was something dumb but she came out afterwards and she was like because everyone was furious when it Mm -hmm. happened they were like so mad at her for whatever she said and later she was like the producers told me to say that I didn't even know what was going on like I Mm -hmm. I didn't know what what they meant and and they told her to say it and then she is one of the most villainized um of the contestants on season five for sure molly may really mm-hmm. people thought, hated her oh really yeah i kind of like but maybe because i wasn't watching it live and same i'm like not plugged into the social media uh, no, aspect same. Yeah. <laughs> i was like i liked molly i liked her a lot um but uh, another thing that happened in 2018 um with the season four love island cast members three of the women had revenge porn of them released oh no yeah three of the cast members and again that we talk about sexual violence and mental health issues and and how revenge porn destroys people's lives and and that's something that they got punished for you know they got punished just for being reality stars that other people didn't like wow and Yeah. yeah that's that's part of the the way we don't value we don't value women yeah no yeah one of the um bachelor she was on the bachelor and then she went to bachelor in paradise she came out saying that she was um assault sexually assaulted like on the island Mm. while they were filming and she was like i'm done with this like I don't I don't remember like all of it because I I don't think I watched at that point but I remember seeing the story come out and she was like it happened and y'all can believe me or not because I don't yeah. really think anybody believed her of course because it was one of those guys where they of were course. like he would never do that but yeah she was like I'm done I'm leaving the island and and that's yeah. like we with these reality dating shows we're pumping people full of alcohol yes. and telling them that the point is to have sex yes. and then where is consent where's the consent yeah. conversation mm-hmm. if we're just getting everyone drunk and then I don't know if this is I think this might be a different uh, situation but I know that um for on the bachelor in Spain I think is what it was mm. um or no it was it was big brother big brother in Spain Big Brother, all all iterations of Big Brother have had so many sexual assault allegations. It's it's insane. Yeah, yeah it's really and they're not doing anything no. to address it. Yeah. So there was a woman who was on The Bachelor in Spain or Big Brother in Spain. And that's another show where they give them a bunch of alcohol mm-hmm. and like, you know, and she didn't know that she was sexually assaulted until she watched the show. Until she saw the show. my gosh. She had no idea that when she had been drinking, anything had happened until she watched the show back. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she watched her own. Yeah. Along with the rest of the country. Along with everyone else. Oh, my gosh. That is a problem. Yeah. um, That's... that's, I can't even... I Like, I can't describe how horrifying that would be. 
so I found this show. It came out in 2014. And it's called The Online Dating Rituals of the American Male. And it's pretty much all of these really creepy, rich dudes trying to find women online. Oh, so kind of like 90 Day Fiance. Kind of in the sense of like, so they're like, she better look like her picture. I'm looking for Miss Perfect, blah, 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 blah. The main guy who was deemed um, like, what is it, most eligible bachelor, who is a, uh, uh, he's a surgeon of some kind. Um, is actually being charged on seven counts of sexual assault because him and his girlfriend date rape drug. Well, they drug and then rape women. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I think his name is. I'm going to look it up real quick. Yeah. Um, Just kidding. That's not like 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) But like kind of like the I just started watching it or I watched a little bit of an old season with a friend this past weekend and I was like, how this show is absolutely terrible because it's like they're finding these people i don't know sometimes like they date before i think they date before and then they want to get their visa to be in america so they'll bring them to america you know have to plan a wedding within 90 days but a lot of the time the age gaps are huge Mm -mm. 32 or 33 year old man with a 21 year old girl oh no Mm -hmm. and it's you know like these girls are just so vulnerable and they yeah. just want they want to be in America. They want to have a better life. And I'm and these men are terrible. And taking Absolutely advantage terrible. Of that. Yes, taking advantage of it. They are so mean to them. Oh and it's it was terrible. I was the whole time I was just like, Did he just really say that? Oh like it was so bad. I Ugh. have seen one clip from Ninety Day Fiance with Ed and oh, Rose. Oh my gosh. Gross. The one that's a meme. Yes. And it there the scene that i saw was he was he was trying to convince her to kiss him and she didn't want to and he he ended up like shaving his beard and then he she finally kissed him and then they ended up sleeping together and she looked so uncomfortable Mm. the whole time she looked so unhappy and i it just it was so gross. That is not what consent looks yeah, like. Yeah, he was like, shave your legs or or yes. kiss me, right? Yes, because she was like, I don't want to kiss you until you shave your beard, obviously as an excuse because she didn't want to kiss him yeah. because she didn't want to be with him. Um, and then he was like, well, I don't like your hairy legs, so you have to shave those for me to shave my beard. And so she was like, Ugh. okay. And then she did it. And this boy went on morning talk shows and everybody was so happy that he had finally found love. And I was like, I feel sorry for the woman that is with him. He's yeah. a scumbag. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the stats of how long these people actually stay married or, you know, if they really are just there Mm-mm. to get a visa. So. But I don't think they're very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably not. So Grant Robichaud was the orthopedic surgeon. So I kind of, you can't find these episodes anywhere. It's really hard to find them. So I like did a deep dive. Yeah. I watched one of this online dates that he went on. And, like, first of all, he was, like, upset because a girl was older than she said she was and blah, blah, blah. Went into that. But then there was another one that he went on, and it was actually the girl. And he brought his friend with him, and, like, it was, like, kind of a group setting. And it was – she didn't know to bring friends or whatever. So it was only her. And then he has his friend that's a woman 
like start interrogating her she ends up asking on national tv are you a virgin <gasps> and she was like she didn't answer and she was like that's totally inappropriate not your business ma'am exactly like also if, what difference does it make yeah. exactly so why do you value if somebody is a virgin or not why are you asking somebody on a woman is this boy about to answer on public right. television if he's a virgin? But even if he did, he'd get praised. Yeah. Whatever number, Regardless. if they asked how many people he'd slept with, who it was, he'd get praised. Yeah. And then a woman would get shamed. Yeah. Well, and especially finding out now that a bunch of those times were actually not consensual yeah. and yeah. rape. Like, yeah. uh, my goodness. And the despite that fact, he would still get praised for for the number regardless of uh, how he got there the high fives yeah. you go bro you go good so, job so this reality tv is really warping our view of relationships and yes. how relationships actually are cons- like are c- consensual and mm-hmm. how relationships are supposed to be healthy yeah Absolutely. like I was really pleased with Too Hot to Handle. I know it looks like trashy TV <laughs> and like and the first couple episodes they're not great. Yeah. But like really seeing like so the boys had to do a, a, an activity where they learned about what was holding them back in relationships and really challenging them on their masculinity. They had to uh, become heart warriors. And that was a really healthy experience that I think all men should have. Mm-hmm. It was, And so they had to take mud and rub that on another man. And that's like really hard for men to do with touch and whatnot. And I thought that was really powerful. And then you have them talking about these issues that they have with relationships including pride including stubbornness including not able to communicate and then you have the women doing um what they called a yoni activity where they look at their yoni and they're um then they are able to see how powerful they are and, and like have a lot of growth internally and that's what I think more of these shows need to go Mm -hmm. and like, and actually be genuine about it. Cause you hear about like, you know, the bachelor, they find love rather than just, you know, stick them in a room and give them some alcohol. Yeah. And I don't think, I think for love Island and those shows, they were kind of more regulated with the alcohol. Oh yeah. I know that for love Island, they only got, uh, it was like a drink every couple of nights, unless it was a party where they were allowed to have two drinks. Oh wow. Yeah. So they didn't, they weren't like, they weren't allowed to drink. Yeah. I think the bachelor and bachelorette's like two drinks an hour. Oh, oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah, see, and, and that's they, where these yeah. situations start to get real wild. Yeah, because you, think- you can tell that they are like heavily not heavily drinking, but they've always got a drink of some sort yes. in their hand. Do you think that's like? Um, this is me just not knowing, but do you think that's the difference between an American started show and maybe a UK started? Honestly, show? Honestly, probably. Maybe so. I think the cultures with alcohol are a bit different, mm. and especially like the oh also the ages on the bachelor and bachelorette these women are 22 23 nothing wrong with that if you know that's your thing and you're ready to go find love but they'll stick a 36 year old man in there and then have you know 22 23 bunch of drunk 22 year olds yeah yeah that is a recipe for non-consent yeah (laughs) yeah that's a man Uh, another thing that um is really problematic that I've noticed that, that I mentioned already is the the racial bias in oh, yeah. reality yes. shows. Yes, um, the first um, black bachelorette was only two years ago. Yeah, I but read she that. is very. Her name's Rachel Lindsay. I watched her season. I watched her when she was on The Bachelor, and then she was named The Bachelorette. And she she's a lawyer, very 
a woman who knows what she wants. Yeah. Like she was very empowered and she's still very empowered. She has her own podcast. Um, she'll have a lot of guests on all the time. She'll speak on whatever issue is happening. I know recently a former bachelorette um, said the N word, like the slang version. She was mm. singing it in a song mm. on a live Instagram and said she didn't realize she said it, but she missed like the F word was was in it also, and she completely did not say that. Oh no! Yes. So no. then she she has been under fire for that, and Good. so Rachel Lindsay literally went on and made a video, and it was like, "This is why you don't do that. Aww. This is why this is wrong." Like she's she's a great she's woman. On it. Get yeah. it, Rachel? Lindsay. She's a very strong, powerful woman. Yes. That's so cool. But like that's crazy that is she the only black bachelorette i believe so yeah and yeah. that's uh, like okay um whenever i was watching love island season five there was one black girl her name was yuande oh i loved her yes, the she scientist was, yes the scientist she was out real quick um but she talked after the show she talked about um how she absolutely felt like she was having a harder time because she was black people were people weren't choosing her you can definitely tell because all the guys will just kind of friend zone yes and you can tell that they're having a hard time because there's like you know even if there is another black guy in there you know not gonna say that they can't date white women whatever but it's like she I on the season I watched in Australia, she there was one on there and she just looked so uncomfortable. Yeah, like, they tokenized at one hundred percent. They tokenized them, and then in the next season, the the it's not the the two black people that are on the show are together. It's like that's just like I don't know. It it feels like they are one hundred percent tokenized, yes. and then they feel like they they have to be together because yeah. no one else is is choosing them yeah. and that's what they've said and oh. um and you men, can tell that like these producers or whoever picked these people throw them in there because they know they have to yeah. like that's how they feel about it it's like they went to one diversity class and they know that they're gonna get fined by yes and that yeah. uh, it's like you've got four white blonde girls and then you've got this mm-hmm. one black girl like please tell me like you know that's, that's not that's so yeah. sad and i loved her and i loved amber amber oh yes. man and amber was cool. half black so you yes. know there's some representation but again it's like uh it's more acceptable to be light-skinned and and that's yes. that's part of the problem and that's um there was another man who was originally part of the love island season five cast who ended up not being there for whatever reason but he said the same thing he was like no girls were choosing me and i 100 percent feel like it's because i'm a dark-skinned black guy yeah. oh my and gosh. like the fact that they're like they're feeling that they're recognizing it it, it shows that there's there's a problem there's a problem in in uh, reality TV whenever we feel like we have to tokenize black people instead of just including them yeah, if yeah. they want to be on this reality show if they want to get in this crazy mess of reality TV I, I go more power it. to you yeah. yeah no way and like I remember um, when watching uh, the real world during Don't Ask Don't Tell and they had the first gay uh, dude on there and he had a boyfriend who was in the military and they didn't show his face the entire wow. time but it's now like that's also happening with queer characters mm-hmm. they're like we gotta sprinkle like at least one queer character yes. in there to uh be you know to look like we're being diverse so we yeah. just want to make sure we check all of those boxes but yeah. instead of making a genuine tv show that's inclusive mm-hmm. yeah so the bachelor and bachelorette last 
summer on Bachelor in Paradise, one of the contestants actually came out as, um, I think it was bi. It was either bi or lesbian, but Mm -hmm. um, it was Demi. Loved her. She was one of the controversial characters on her season of The Bachelor. Ooh. Oh, but I love her. She's from Texas. She went to Texas State for like a year. And I was like, (laughs) I got you, girl. girl. (laughs) But she was just so outspoken. And like a lot of people did not like her because she was just so out there. Of course. And it's like, but that's what they need in there. Like she was like, you know, the class clown, if you will. Mm -hmm. She was just funny. And she was very much herself. Like you could tell she was not putting up a front for... I think it was Colton and then any of those women in that season. But yeah, she came out and she had dated a girl before she went on the show or was like talking to a girl. And then they ended up bringing the girl onto the show to come into paradise with Demi. Yeah. So and it was a woman that like had not been on the show at all. So it was kind of out of their comfort zone, if you will, because she hadn't been part of the bachelor franchise. Oh, and that must be incredibly like, uh, world shifting yes. like but being on for, a reality show yes but bachelor twitter like i'm on twitter all the time i try it <laughs> spoils everything if you miss the night like don't get on if you're not watching but no twitter went off they were happy like the majority oh, of cool. tweets and like social media posts i saw were very happy because nothing like that had happened yeah. in bachelor history and you know they always make it like chris harrison's just like this is the most dramatic <laughs> season of the bachelor you have ever seen and it's like you say that every season but honestly yeah. he's right it because it gets kidding. more dramatic <laughs> but no it was really good and it was everybody was very accepting and very empowering and that's so cool. they made friends with the other woman. They didn't like yeah. seclude them. You know, that's a that was another one of my notes that I wanted to talk about is just like the heteronormativity yes. of of reality shows. Yeah. Um, have y'all seen The Circle on Netflix? I've heard of no. it. Isn't okay. that wait? What's that's the one where like they're so they're all in this like uh, they're all in this hotel basically um, and. It's like a social media kind yeah, of game. Yeah. yeah. Okay, See, I watched okay, Love okay. is Blind. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, Love that's is Blind the one too. I'm thinking of. Yes. <laughs> the circle is like a, you can, um, you have your, your social media profile and no one ever sees each other because you're all in your separate rooms and oh, you can and pretend you can to be like, someone yes, else. That's right. And the most popular person at the end wins. So you can, you can catfish, you can be yourself, you can do whatever you want. I don't think I like that. Um, <laughs> it ended, it was really good. It was a really? good, good show. It was really sweet, really wholesome. It, it really isn't like a lot of these other ones yeah and they have great representation oh people who are just themselves who are just you know there are lesbians there are bisexual people there are gay dudes like they're everyone is just themselves and it feels very much like not performative like Mm -hmm. a lot of this is is like oh tokenized just like stick them in there the circle was very genuine so i do recommend that one is that another netflix so yes uh, so, so i think what i'm hearing now is that netflix is killing this whole genuine reality experience. Yes. And yeah. they're very much going away from like what ABC and MTV yeah. and all of them yeah. do. Yeah. I, it, it seems like it. Yeah. Like they're really trying to break some of those barriers, which mm-hmm. is really cool. I, now, when we talk about Love is Blind, I don't know if they really did anything. No, that to, one, uh, that one, there. that one, that one was a little rough. Not, yeah, rough for me because I feel like we depend a lot on looks whenever we are picking a potential partner and like Mm -hmm. that's just the first thing you see and i feel like it was hard for a lot of these people to not be able to see what any of these people looked like yeah man 
I didn't yeah. watch Love is Blind, but I did through um, Eliza Schlesinger, the comedian's yeah. Instagram, because she did a whole commentary oh, on nice. it. Oh, gosh. And it was the best thing ever. If you hear this, Eliza, I love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, it is so good. So if you ever really want to see. Yeah, you have to watch. <laughs> and she talks, like, about this one girl who she is, like, pretty much like also i don't know about editing or whatnot but like yeah. is is drawn That's jessica at, is, is the <laughs> one that like oh it talks like a valley girl yes yeah and is like the blonde one yeah, yeah. so like so she 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 so cried funny. a lot she was very emotional for me but you know what everybody's different everyone's with different. their emotions she treated her boy very unfortunately she yeah. like because she was she very clearly regretted getting with him because he <laughs> didn't look like how she wanted yep. him to look you he could was, tell the look on her face as soon short, as that door opened yep. he's a short dark dude he's younger than her and she kept like every age day, was the only thing she focused on every day she would bring up their age difference every day and he would be like i but i really love you like i want this to work and he was be, very like mature in that oh, yes. situation she he tried to off. get him to break up yes. with her so many times and he he was just like because i think I it was you. what like a she was 34 and he was like 24 yes. 26 or something yes. like that so it was a decent age gap but yeah it was a, it was a fair i mean yeah. i think it would have been a fair reason for her to break up with him yeah. but she refused to do it why yeah. She, I think it's because she didn't want to seem like a bad person for mm. love but even, not being But blind. like her <laughs> even still, her staying there when she really didn't want to be there is like a bad move on her. At like, some point. That's she, even worse. At some point she gets drunk and says that she wishes that she was with another dude. Yeah. And like to his face. Yes. To his face. While him and his like the girl that he was with yep. is there. Like they're yep. all having, I think there were what, like six or seven couples that came out of this. Yeah. Okay. But near the end whenever they actually have to get married jessica has no one attending the wedding with yeah. her oh. everyone else she has walked down the aisle alone yeah. did she just kind of warn everybody like hey this is I not gonna happen so like just don't even I, come i honestly i think that she just does she might not have people in her life yeah like i could see that i know and that's like that's when it like all those memes about her like started hurting my heart i was like i think that she just needs a friend (laughs) i think that that's what needs to happen yeah Yeah, i but um again in in love is blind you can man the way that they treat each other everyone yeah everyone the way they talk to each other it there's so much there's so much emotional abuse that we think is so normal mm-hmm. just like the the gaslighting and and man the gaslighting is really the biggest thing the in ga- these reality yeah. shows oh yeah it's so it's so real like uh some of these boys in too hot to handle it's like their go-to um and like the also like the jealousy and yes. controlling yes and it's normalized in too hot to handle like um sharon's uh love interest goes on another date with David who I think ends up starting out not really great but then ends up becoming my favorite character Mm -hmm. and um is like mad at David mad at his love interests and all this stuff and it's like when my best friend cheated on me or when my girlfriend cheated on me with my best friend but I'm like you just met these people and also you weren't treating her nicely yeah she doesn't have to stay with you if she's not getting treated well yeah and it was like but she's the bad person yes. no she's not she is the good person 
Yeah. You, you're just being a crappy partner. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And that know? is like such a common theme in all of these shows. It's like that instant like possessiveness, the yeah. jealousy, yes. the I've known you for two days. You are mine. Yeah. Like yeah. it's scary. And we have like middle school. Yes. And <laughs> when all you do is hold the hand and it's like, you're my boyfriend you're now. <laughs> and building up the broken man is repeated so much in these shows. Oh, I have baggage in my past. Yeah. I was burned once. I have trust issues, blah, blah, blah. So that's why I'm treating you like crap. Yes. And we see that with our clients, right? We see our clients come in and that's what um, their significant others, their abusers yeah. have said to them. Mm-hmm. And um, that's just because there you've been no hurt. Yeah, there's no excuse for treat for abu- abusing somebody emotionally right. or physically. And it's such a it's such a common narrative in our society to hear that um, a woman needs to put in effort to fix her man, to change him. Like that's something that I've I've seen parroted on social media a lot, especially from like teenagers. You know, mm-hmm. you got to build your man up if you want if you want him if you want him whenever he's at his best. You have to build him up and make him be his best. But it's like you are not responsible that? for that. Yeah, no. why is that my job? I'm not your mama. Yeah, I'm not here for if, that. If women have to be responsible for their own glow up, men need to be too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I can't be taking care of a man and make sure he grows up while I am trying to yes. do the same. Exactly. Myself. But it's no. just like it, it's expected in our society, yeah. and like we see it in those reality shows. It's so apparent that they they believe that. Yeah, like I think Curtis was one of those like I think was really toxic, but they end up now they're engaged, Francisca and Curtis from Too Hot to Handle. Wow. Spoiler alert. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, like I, I'm like, I don't think that's a healthy thing. I right. don't think, you know, these people are, you know, in the healthiest relationships. And no. yeah, I think that the more we we see these shows like i think for us we're able to watch them and recognize like ugh that's gaslighting we have different that's, lenses on yes. when we are watching these our shows our lenses are very different yeah but we were all 12 years old yeah. watching oh, this garbage yes and can we talk about like the lenses and the standard of beauty for all of these people in yeah. these shows yeah they all have to be like conventionally attractive Oh, like that they I think, fit society's like 10 yes. percent body fat yes yeah. i think that speaks to that racial bias too that yes our, our preference it's society's preference there are a for lot more yeah. like white women than there are yeah, black women and, and honestly and, even like i've seen on the bachelor and bachelorette they kind of they're getting more diverse but it's still like is it yeah. because they have to or because like you know these people are the best fit i you don't right. know i don't know the whole you know yeah. casting process yeah but you and, know that definitely does go into it but how does that make these young girls who are 12 and 13 watching these yeah, shows feel absolutely do they feel like they can never find love or find something because they don't look like yeah. you know um these women on these shows and that's what i like really have to give it to amber from love actually I'm not love love island (laughs) um (laughs) but like she is very much into body positivity I mean like although there's like she is very conventionally attractive 
but like um very much into the body positivity movement yeah yeah she she posts uh stuff on instagram um like there was an ad for like a facetune type app that used her picture amber's picture um and so she ended up reposting it and she was like i don't need photoshop i don't know what you're talking about this is not a thing that i will ever endorse because i obviously don't need it and like i love that i love that that um that's what more little girls need to be hearing yeah. you know you don't need photoshop you know it's okay um but you're right like these are most of these shows are hiring instagram models specifically people with an online presence yes. and instagram models look a certain way and yeah. they're followed by young girls most of the Very time impressionable young girls. absolutely so you, like the message that these shows are sending is if you don't look like that there's something wrong with yeah. you and that's really traumatic and really really bad man especially when you see these girls who don't look conventionally attractive like that mm-hmm. like i'm again i'm thinking of love island but uh you mm-hmm. and there was a girl named uh anna who was not you know super super skinny she she was a little kim kardashian looking she mm-hmm. had like real like she was she was a thick kind of girl um but when you see if you're someone who isn't conventionally attractive and you're 12 years old or, or whatever and you're watching these women who look like you not get picked constantly like if you're a little black girl and you're watching you one day not get picked you're gonna feel that mm-hmm. especially when she comes on afterwards and says yeah i wasn't i feel like i was discriminated against like yeah. i feel like it's because i was black that's gonna affect little girls man yeah, and like, it makes me so sad yeah producers need to be more responsible with that agreed and if you want to make reality tv shows about love and all that stuff or like too hot to handle was really cool but maybe start using other people with other shapes and sizes man, we and we all look yeah so different yes. exactly we're and not that, supposed to look the same no, like, exactly even if you idolize someone's body and say you want to work out so much and eat healthy and you know get into fitness to get that body there's no guarantee you're going to get that body oh, because yeah. your body might not be built to look like yeah. that. yeah absolutely you can be so healthy and still not look like that instagram model yeah, yeah. like i don't what? think my body is ever capable of looking like right. kim kardashian's body right. <laughs> that's just well, me and you know what you guys anyone listening who might be i don't know on instagram all the time most of those things you're seeing are not real most of those girls don't look like that like the the things that we're able to do with technology to change the way we look it's amazing crazy they do it to videos they do it to music videos like it they they blur movies they blur actresses uh skin in movies like none of the none of it's real and if you're an instagram influencer and you have especially millions of followers who are young girls please be more responsible with the messages that you're sending out because mental health is a real problem right now. And we want women to feel great about themselves no matter who they are. So really try to push that message, I would say. And young men, start calling out other dudes who are calling women – grenades or yeah. i mean yeah. that's like an All old term that. but hold like, your friends accountable exactly or stop being friends with them yeah. there's no yeah. excuse and Dude. you know what you don't have to look like those instagram models either because i've yeah. seen yeah. some of those dudes and they yeah. are redonkulous yeah. and you know what you're also perfect the way your you abs are. don't have to look like washboards it's yeah. okay <laughs> no no is it uh, uh, yeah we we're all suffering from beauty standards we're all suffering from yes. all from all of these uh 
reality shows that give us these ideals you yes. know and um, it's everyone everyone is always comparing themselves to other people and that's yeah. one of the hardest things to not do and like tell yourself like I can't compare myself it to them really because difficult. I'm different and I'm supposed to look different and I'm supposed to act different I think that's a really uh, this is a really good topic to bring up too because like I didn't even think about how most of these shows are hiring models like yes. literal Instagram yeah. models so it really is like yeah. putting a certain image of what people look like reality TV yeah. stars you yeah. know and I think one of the things for like the bachelor and bachelorette just those not paradise or anything mm-hmm. is they already they pick from prior seasons so they the cast or like the casting people producers already know the man or woman that is going to be the bachelor or bachelorette but when they're casting nobody knows so you go in blindly not knowing who you're about to be dating so mm. i i don't really know what goes all into picking right. because they're the only ones that know so i mean it's going to be hard to you know shift through you know thousands and thousands of applicants and then all these auditions to try and see if you fit well with this one person oh man yeah how about we get i like i would love to see like if anybody's listening to this and like has pull in this community (laughs) but i would love to see like a like uh person of color um in the LGBTQ plus community bachelor. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. I would watch that. Honestly, I, watch I that. feel like we're kind of getting there. Yeah. I feel like oh, with yeah. the contestants, like more and more, especially with what um, the contestant on the bachelor in paradise, her, her name's Demi, mm-hmm. um, especially with like how her season in paradise ended. I honestly, it made me think a lot. And I was like, I really want to see what happens with this. Yeah. Like, I want to see what ABC might do yeah. with this happening. The doors are open. I feel like it definitely threw them for a curve, but anything's possible. Because yeah. the more you see, repre- like, proper representation on TV and, like, small screens, because they're accessible, especially during mm-hmm. COVID-19, is the more somebody's going to feel accepted. Absolutely. Yeah. And, like... Y'all, I love trashy TV. I, I mean, so y'all good. know, I love <laughs> I love New York. I love Flava Flav. I, I love all those shows. But we are adults, and we are able to discern what is healthy and what yes. isn't. We have yeah. that ability. There are so many kids watching these shows. So yeah. let's make some content that's that's a little a little better. A little yeah. bit. Like I love that Too Hot to Handle is having those challenges that are actually yeah. challenging. It's not just look how sexy you can look. Exactly. It's yeah. real. And like I really like that the end wasn't to end up with somebody. Yes. It was to grow as an individual. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's that's what it needs to be. Genuine connection, not just yeah. and learning that genuine connection, you saw it wasn't just at a romantic level. It was really cool. You saw a lot of really good friendships, especially among the men. And I was like, that's so healthy to see Mm -hmm. close friendships with men because there's not a lot of really healthy representation of that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times on these shows, they will have their friend groups and they will make friends, but there's a lot of like bad talking Mm -hmm. during these seasons. So like when they come out of these seasons the people you know the viewers are like you were talking bad about her why are y'all now you know posting pictures together on instagram mm, that's yeah. that's a lot especially with the bachelor and bachelorette that's mm-hmm. a lot of it not mo- not so much with guys but definitely the girls yeah. because i think the producers probably go and say and it's like the viewers are like wait they can't be friends they hated each other on the show yeah, this when they like probably had no beef or no issues, exactly. and then so the the editing and the producing is like, 
make it look like we have they to. hated each other. And then it's yep. like essentially they're only fighting over a guy. Oh. And in the grand scheme of things, that it's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. So yeah. then it's like I can see why they would all become friends because they realized that that was, you know, kind of dumb that they were sitting fighting over a guy when they could have built these really good friendships with all these other girls. What do you think that says about our society that one of the number one shows in America is The Bachelor Mm -hmm. where it's a bunch of women fighting over a man? Yeah. What does that say about our society? And who's the ones that are watching? They love pitting us up yes. against each other. And who are the ones that are writing these shows? Yeah. Like, yep. we know who's producing it. We know. And that is such a, man, it's a it's another common theme is the competitiveness of girls with each other. You know, we, like, we're pitted against each other yeah. from very young ages. And it's just another theme of reality yeah. shows. And that's one of the reasons that I loved Love Island season five so much. Is oh, yeah. The girls' friendship was awesome. Like, all of the girls. All of the girls got so, so close. But in the reunion episode at the very end, they didn't show any of it. They didn't mm. show any of the girls' friendships. They focused on two of the boys who were friends throughout the whole thing, Curtis and Tommy. Oh, um, yeah. They showed clips of them. Mm. Even though they really, like you know they there weren't they weren't nearly as interesting as all the girls like the girls had an amazing dynamic all yeah. together so, and it's one of the first seasons in love island that yeah. the girls have been that close so in love island season five i didn't think really any of the friendships were tested for the boys mm-hmm. but for the girls there was like in like in the end part of the season yeah. where the one that ends up with curtis what's her name um, Mara. Mara, yeah. I, I, the, I, I thought she was kind of funny. She's, she's funny. She's hilarious. Uh, Mara is told some information, and she's like, I'm not, I was, and Curtis is like, you can't tell anybody, you can't tell anybody, and she's like, I'm not losing my friend over this. Yep. I'm choosing my friend. And I was like, yes, that is so great. Yes. Like, you know. Something that rarely happens. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I think, actually, I think it happens more it's just we say it rarely happens because it's on TV and we don't show it. Does mm-hmm. that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know I anybody so. at this table, if there was an issue where, like, somebody knew about their relationship or something like that, and, like, we would tell somebody. Yep. You no know question. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, no question. And I think there's that's a really healthy bond among women mm-hmm. and friends. And I think that we don't show that enough. I agree. I agree. That's yeah. why I was I was disappointed that they didn't highlight it more in the yeah. end because it was it really was all the girls having each other's back regardless and it was really cool. That's it was, beautiful. It was, it was really really nice to see. Anna I like that. And Amber's and Amber. relationship, their friendship was beautiful. beautiful. Like that was so awesome. And you awesome. know, Anna was like a lot for me sometimes. <laughs> she was a little extra, but she had her girls back. Yeah, she was a great friend. Loved it. I and yeah. I I'd yeah. love to see more of that kind of stuff in reality shows for sure. Yeah. yeah. And in real life. And I mean, life. being older, you kind of realize where the priorities lay. It's mm-hmm. definitely yeah. Easier as an adult yes. than it yeah. was when I was. Like I'm putting my career and my best friends over this boy yeah. I, you know, met yeah. two months ago. So, yeah. like, but you know, in high school, you know, it Be- was like drop the friends, All drop everything. I have a boy. Yeah, That's because of yes. this media that we're consuming. Exactly. Because it's saying that you know, once you get a man then that's all you need. Yep. And that's, that's so much point. of our media. And so we really need to be 
creating media that is even reality shows that are showing this for women yeah it's more of like what we want to see rather than like what's actually happening because what's actually happening isn't you know the best all the time no it's not great but it's getting better i think we're getting a little better yes yes all right guys thank you so much for joining us this week on miss media and we will see you soon bye bye bye